It is not easy to accept that one may have a victim mentality. It becomes even harder to get out of that mentality once one is in it. Maybe it is just easier to stay in that, but can one truly live in their most authentic way? Is it really possible to live a best life if one is more concerned about the losses? Welcome back to Life with Tia. I hope you're having a lovely day so far. I believe a lot of people who have victim mentality think it's just a normal part of their life. They tell themselves they're just being realistic. But there is a huge difference between being realistic and being the victim. One side acknowledges the situation, accepts it for what it is, and continues about their life without letting that change the way they see the world. The other side takes that situation, complains about it, and sees no solution. They accept that there is no solution and that this one incident is going to cause a continuation of bad events, which makes them think that the world is out to get them. It didn't take one day to get into the victim mindset, so it won't take just a day to fix it. As per my last episode, I've mentioned that my mother has a victim mentality and I've seen the effects that it's caused me throughout my life. If you haven't caught that episode, please check it out as this is part two of the victim mentality series. Today, I want to share with you how I've coped with the after effects and what I've done to heal. It could have been also very easy for me to develop the victim mentality as I grew up around it my entire life. The reason why I didn't was because I made a choice at a very young age to not end up like my mother. I didn't want to let things happen to me. I wanted to make sure I was in control of everything. I didn't like that she always came home complaining and whining about some new thing. I wanted to make sure I lived my life as happy as I could, as long as I had any say to it. As a refresher, I mentioned that I developed savior complex and became a doormat for others. I ended up compromising myself and never vocalized my needs and wants. I ended up in codependent relationships and friendships. These were the main issues I've developed being around someone with victim mentality, but this may or may not be the same for you. The biggest key as to why this happened was that my mother was always unhappy, and if she was anything else, her volatile emotions kept me guessing and fearful. To protect myself, I turned the attention away from me and had all my focus on her, hence these traits were developed. So what has come of it over these past several years? It was easy to blame her for everything, and there was a time period where I did blame her. But that didn't change anything, nor did it make me feel better. Once I moved out and stopped speaking to her, I spent a lot of time working on myself. I started analyzing how my life went and whether I'm happy with how things are between all of my relationships, and believe me, there were plenty of people I decided to remove out of my life, while others just ended up fading out. Some of them didn't end in the best way, 
but it was necessary. I was keeping around people who kept me in that savior complex, that codependent mindset. I had people who only came to me for help, but that was never returned whenever I needed help. It was the acceptance that made the biggest change in my life. I had to accept that I had toxic patterns, and in order to live a more authentic life, I'd have to let go of the things that weren't serving me, even when it hurts. I read a lot of self-help books, and I had to find peace within myself to let go of the childhood trauma. I wouldn't say I've let it all go, but it does feel like a lot of weight has come off my shoulders after I decided that I'm going to start letting them go. It wasn't until a year ago where I finally started letting the people around me know that there were certain things I needed. At first, it was really hard because I thought I was being selfish asking for things. But reality is, I know I'd do anything for these people and that I'm always there for them. So why can't I ask for what I need? How is it that I'm being so unfair to myself? Even now, it's still uncomfortable to ask for help and to let people know my boundaries and what I need. But I do see a lot of progress compared to a year ago. So I finally had the last talk with my mother about half a year ago. There was so much mental preparation for that day, but I knew it was time because I had enough. At that point, she was blowing up my phone, demanding me to do things for her, and essentially obeying her command. It got to the point where it was her birthday and she called twice, deciding to leave a voicemail, demanding me to wish her a happy birthday. By the way, I wasn't even up yet. It was 8 a.m. I don't know about you, but I believe wishing someone a happy birthday or saying anything is up to you. There is no, you must wish me a happy birthday in my books. I don't think anyone would be in a good mood getting a message like that right when waking up. I left it at texting her happy birthday and said I'm not in the mood to talk. She comes back with four more voice messages saying she knows why I'm not in the mood and that she knows me because I'm her daughter. I simply wasn't in the mood to talk to her. Who would be in a good mood after being demanded of a happy birthday and being scolded for not already wishing her one at 8am? So I sat there and thought about it. I had a long couple of hours thought about whether I should say anything or not because I'm so used to avoiding conflict that I usually don't say anything. This time, I decided to write out everything over text. I wasn't good at explaining feelings and emotions in my native language, since we don't talk about emotions in our culture outside of happy, sad, angry, stressed, and bored. I also corrected her with her story, saying that I never had a boyfriend, and I don't understand where she's getting this from when I don't speak about my life to anyone in the family. She doesn't respond. She would usually blow up my phone by now, but I don't hear from her until the following afternoon. From everything I wrote, she comes back to me only referencing the one unimportant statement of the entire conversation, her assuming I had a boyfriend. She then continues, leaving voice messages, saying I've accused her of the wrong thing, 
again, playing the victim, and saying how I feel is not true, but that I made her to be this way, so it's my fault she's unhappy. I pretty much spent a couple hours writing all of that for her to play victim, and she didn't take in anything of what I said except what she believes to be true, her own story. I realized at that point there's nothing I can do to change our relationship, so I accepted that we will never speak again and moved on. It sucks, but for my own sanity, I have to choose me. All I'm hoping is that those who have victim mentality can choose to accept that they have it and decide to make a change for the betterment of their own life and for those who love and care about them. So here are some ways to get out of the victim mentality. The first thing is always remember that it's okay to honor your feelings when things are out of control. You feel that way for a reason, but don't let that change your whole outlook on life. It's normal to have ups and downs in life. That's how we grow, but also how we can appreciate the good things we receive. Once you acknowledge and accept that you have the victim mentality, choose to want to have a better life. This means that you should start analyzing your thoughts and see if you're feeling hopeless if something didn't happen the way you want it to, time and time again. When you catch your spiraling negative thoughts, Think back at the fact that you've decided to want to stop being a victim and choose to find the positive out of that situation. The easiest viewpoint is that something that didn't work out in your favor wasn't meant for you. But that just means something bigger and better will come for you. Start holding yourself accountable for your actions because you want a more fulfilling life that's aligned to the true you. When you have the positive viewpoint, followed by action to hold yourself accountable, there's more of a chance and proof that the things to come are specifically for you because you've earned it. Many a time, the victim mentality comes from unresolved trauma. Now this might be sensitive, but try to go back in time to your youngest self and find a time when you were feeling unsafe or had a loss of control. Chances are you'll start seeing a pattern that has happened throughout childhood although sometimes one event is enough, where you had those negative feelings. Over time, those negative feelings become true in your brain. Whether you want to work through this yourself or through therapy, either way, it'll help to lessen that victim mentality because you realize this is not the true you. When we are children, we usually don't have any say or control over what happens to us. That isn't the same anymore when we are adults. We are now our own being and we can choose what we want to do in life. With that said, this next one will be a tough one to swallow, but the world really doesn't revolve around any one of us. It was easier to feel that way as a kid because we don't know better. Our world consisted of us, our parents, and any siblings, pets, and other family members or guardians. Since we were young, we didn't know better, so it was normal that someone had a closer eye on us to make sure everything is okay to them. It's easy to receive attention, or lack of attention for some. Either way, if anything was to happen, there's usually some energy being directed at us, so it's easy to focus on ourselves. As we get older, 
we need to learn empathy. When you see someone else's pain and understand it, there's more of an understanding that the other person could also be victims, but also that things happen to other people as well, and not just you. To wrap it up, the last thing I recommend is to count all your blessings and be grateful for everything you already have. It's easy to lose focus on what we already have when we are always focused on what we don't have. For most of us, we have clean water that we can just turn on the faucet for. We have hot and cold water, and in some cities, we can even drink the water from the sink. But there are other countries where a person's whole day is spent just fetching clean water. When you think of the comparison, it's easier to take for granted things that we expect in our daily lives. Trust me, you do not want to have cold and dirty water in the middle of winter. Anyway, there's a lot more to life if you choose to see it from a bigger perspective. It's just that most of us aren't taught that. We are usually taught from a place of fear, and so we take that with us into our adult life and carry that into the world. We end up hurting others without realizing it because we are just so focused on protecting ourselves. It's normal to want to protect ourselves, but sometimes it's important to see whether we've just been an autopilot this entire time or whether we are really just being ourselves. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you on my next one. <laughs>